Well, hello there and welcome to The Bright Side. This is a show that's about helping you help others. And in so, we help ourselves. And as others that you help are helped, we are helped <laughs> by you who help them. <laughs> this today's topic uh is is about stress uh and uh and so i uh, i after i i have nothing because i spent all night working on that intro you uh, you want to know you want to let them know who we are and where we're where oh yeah yeah i'm joel hunter uh also known as the riddler and uh and i'm here with my father also joel hunter uh who is known as the wise answerer of all questions uh, um and so today uh we don't have a guest uh today we are the guests uh interviewing each other. Be my guest. To talk, that's right. In the spirit of Lumiere, the Candleman from Beauty and the Beast. That's right. Be our guest. Uh, today is about stress, and uh, and and it's a it's an important topic, uh, mostly because uh, there aren't a ton of uh, human conditions that you can be like everyone's got this, uh, but th this is one of them. You betcha. Uh, I, I you can't find someone who says they're not stressed. Uh, and if you find someone who says that, uh, they are extra lying. They always say it through gritted teeth. You know, on my on our wedding day, your mom's on my wedding day. You probably heard the story. You know, I must have said I'm not nervous 500 times. <laughs> I kept going. I'm not nervous. I, I expect to be nervous, <laughs> but, but I'm not. I'm not at all nervous. <laughs> I'm bit. totally calm. I'm not nervous, and so, uh, but it surprised me because I expected to be nervous. And so, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's great. And you look down, you're wearing three bow ties. Just <laughs> been tying them on all morning. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's uh, stress is uh, is is a, a kind of a chronic condition, and that's going to be a lot of what we talk about today. Is is not so much acute, you know, in your face stress over a situation uh, of, uh, uh, hey, a tree fell on me, uh, but more of the chronic stress that we face because for all of the luxuries that we've been able to uh, uh, enjoy because they've been invented over the last really hundred years or so, um, the chronic stress part, uh, not a lot happens with that. It kind of, it kind of doesn't move. Matter of fact, uh, our research department, who is that woman that you married. That's uh, right. That's right. And I wasn't at all nervous doing it. Not at all. Uh, she, uh, she's, she gave us for our opening segment. It was just, it was our first opening segment research block where uh, it's all just pictures. It's just this photographs of different, different uh, inventions to try to relieve stress. Did you have any favorites on there? Well, any that you have? One is a scalp muscle relaxant. Now I can't, you got to know the background here. I don't like people like touching my head. No, you don't. You know, I, you know, running. Your mother used to run the your fingers through my hair and go, "Please don't do that." Yeah. Um, so anyhow, but this is for all uh, all our problems are. Uh, this says in the head, and so you attach this thing to your head. Oh, so it's um, not like one of those things that looks like a whisk with all the little metal arm. It's it's actually like a thing that it's like a helmet. Yeah, exactly. You attach it to your head. That seems nervous. Um, and and for something, uh, it it somehow um, gets rid of the tense muscles in your scalp. Wow, that is uh, that seems. I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like it at all either. I mean, unless it's just like playing music or that something. That would really stress me out. Yeah, because if you've got something, if your head's encased in a helmet that then is built to apply pressure, <laughs> that just seems like a recipe for a horror movie. My favorite thing here, though, is my favorite one of these is beat stress with humor. Uh huh. That's what that's what we do. Yeah, that is that is what we do. I was that, none of you will be stressed by the time you listen to this radio. Program, no, you. But, but 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 when you if you listen to the whole thing, all your stress will go away. By the end, you'll be like. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I, was, I, was I got what me worry <laughs> <laughs> and you'll just find you feel very relaxed uh, there are uh, most of the stress industry the 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 uh, the industry that uh, has different inventions on uh, on ways to relieve stress if a lot of them you find it Brookstone uh, they're they're all different things that are related to the same thing I feel like and they are ways to uh, physically exert uh, influence on something, you know, that to, to release that stress, you know, I mean, they might, they might as well just be like, here's a, sell you a piece of drywall and be like, you can punch through this and your stress will all go away. That's right. I, I'm not sure of the health of any of those things. <laughs> I'm not sure of the effectiveness of any of those things. I don't, I don't know. But they have muscle relaxers. Remember those? I think Brookstone, by the way, went, went bankrupt, didn't they? Uh, they might have, they I, might have. They might, Well, probably what happened is after 15 years, they were like, do you realize we haven't sold a single thing? <laughs> Incredibly, I know we, we were looking at the charts and we've sold zero things. Well, they have these $3,000 muscle relaxing yeah. chairs, you know. And they're like, where would someone like to buy this? Well, in the airport, of course. <laughs> That's where they'll get this gigantic chair. <laughs> it, it really is true. All they, do, all they have to do is have customers just come in and sit in the chair for yeah. two hours. Yeah, and they're just like, I, I did. they just used it like, uh, like I used to use Barnes & Noble bookstores when I couldn't afford a book. I was just go in and read some and be like, thank you. That was great. <laughs> you can't take back the knowledge I stole out of this. Uh, it was, uh, it was uh, not surprising that they, that they eventually did go bankrupt. Uh, I don't even know that they did, but it would not be surprising. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I think, I, I think it's, I heard it's, it. it's hard. You, you, they just, people, uh, they can get gadgets on Amazon and, uh, <laughs> that's and, and that's, and that really, that's a, Amazon really, really made it hard on a lot of people. But uh, I will say the massage, chair. I, I was in one of those one time and it was like a good one. It's something. It oh, really? really? Did yeah. it help? Yeah, it really, it really does. You know, because uh, one of the things that stress will do is, is cause a kind of a, a, a chronic uh, contraction, a, an unwanted muscular tone in areas where it is not helpful. Uh, and, uh, and so for instance, you, you don't need really, really tight muscles on either side of your spine between your shoulder blades yet. Stress will be like, that'll probably help. We'll, we'll just tighten these bad boys up and we're ready, <laughs> ready to take on the day. <laughs> we just wanted to say you can't reach your arms too high above your head and we're good. Uh, but, but if you, uh, there, there really is uh, value to, uh, to, uh, massaging that stuff out, uh, uh, because uh, that one's actually science-based. You uh, kind of tone begets tone. Uh, you can have uh, areas of muscular spasm uh, where uh, short of physically lengthening that muscle, uh, it's it's really hard to actually get it to relax down. Um, uh, you're doing the same thing kind of if you get a cramp. Uh, if you get a cramp in your calf, the way that you fix that is you lift your toes up towards your knee. You know, you uh -huh, try to, you, uh -huh. um, and what you're doing there is, your your body is built so that you cannot flex and uh, a muscle uh, agonist and antagonist at the same time. So your calf muscle and then that muscle that's on the front of your shin there, your anterior tibialis, they are opposing muscles. So if you are flexing your anterior oh. tibialis, uh, it forces your calf muscle to have to relax. Uh, massage has the same general idea behind it. You're you're forcing that muscle to relax and, and release out some of that uh, some of that tension. So so, so Brookstone um, mostly sold. Um, stress relieving gadgets as opposed to mm -hmm. uh, the more whimsical uh, whoopee cushion and fake poop. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like they could have made it a long way with that. You know? I know. A long way. <laughs> Production costs are way less for that. <laughs> I know. I got to figure. And the laugh factor. And you, the laugh factor. You, it never grows old. That's... Whoopee cushions 
Never grow old. <laughs> that is that is true. <clears throat> I uh, I will. I, I'm far enough out from it now that I can say this as a fun old timey story. But <laughs> first year of medical school, it, everyone's so stressed. I mean, everyone just walks around oh, yeah. all the time. Uh, and again, through gritted teeth, they're like, "No, I'm not stressed at all. This exam, I've been oh, I've re- been ready for this. I didn't even study." Uh, and then when they had bags under their eyes, they haven't slept in three days. Um, but one time, some I can't even remember who brought it, but some guy brought a remote control fart machine that just made the noise <laughs> and put it under one uh, particularly annoying person. Not like he was annoying like we picked on him, like annoying like he would tell everybody what to do. Oh. And he put it under his chair. <laughs> and during lecture, uh, <laughs> he, it, during lecture, it, the, the professor was talking to him. He's like, he's like, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, <laughs> phrenologists have studied the renal calculi that they can be uh, reasonably approached with literature. And then through the <laughs> silence, you just hear this, and and the guy, and and the poor guy uh, who now somewhere is Dr. Chin. Uh, he he looked around at everyone immediately with like this like look of like that was not me. Uh, and the guy, the guy who had the controller, he was just, he, he might as well have been an orchestra conductor. The timing on it was so just enough time oh, for, man. It to, for it to be. And, uh, and you know what? No one was stressed Woo. that day. Everybody, it was really, I'm not really stressed great. right now. Yeah, it was fantastic. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, so we have to go to a break, but when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the idea of stress and why chronic stress is such a problem. Uh, and if we're lucky, we'll get to how to fix it. Uh, if not, though, stick around. It'll be in the segment after. We'll see you after this break. Welcome back to The Bright Side. This is a show that's about helping you to help other people. And uh, I'm Joel Hunter, and I'm here with my dad. Hello. That's Joel Hunter, too. That's both of us. And uh, this show specifically is is about stress, uh, because uh, stress can, uh, it can do two main things when it comes to like trying to help people. It can either uh, uh, freeze us into an action because it's, it's too stressful uh, to want to do something uh, that would be helpful, or, and this I feel like is more common, uh, it provides a very semi-valid excuse to not add something else to your plate, you know, mm-hmm. because you just get mm-hmm. this, this, this chronic, chronic stress <clears throat> in your life. Um, uh, we wanted to go over a little bit of the, of, of the, the, the physiology, the idea behind stress, because uh, I feel like uh, it's helpful uh, to have an idea of, of what the difference is between just saying, um, I'm stressed and, uh, and, and what stress is from a, from a medical perspective, because from a medical perspective, uh, stress is, is a necessary, uh, feature, uh, of a, of a, of a fit physiologic system. I mean, you, you have to have the ability to respond to a stressor, uh, and that is, uh, that is called stress. You know, you have to have the ability to bounce back from those things. And so our history as organisms, uh, and, and I feel like I always feel like the need to give a disclaimer, um, uh, but I feel like even even most staunch literalists uh, about creation uh, would agree that that we we uh, are are the end of a long line of of, of species, uh, and there's been changes in our species over time. Um, and so, uh, w- whether it's you're a seven day creationist, um, uh, all these things still apply because all of the rules are still the same in our genome. Uh, but if you're if you're like uh, a lot of other people who've uh, looked into this and, and you realize that we have uh, evolved over at this point uh, literally a, a couple billion years, uh, the systems that have been put in place in our body are are all kind of built on you know the previous versions you know upgrades mm-hmm. and things like that, um, and so most recently, 
when we decided to stand up and start walking, uh, this was, uh, you know, depending on how you, how you measure that, anywhere from uh, 2 million to 200,000 years ago, uh, stress was very much an acute situation. You know, mm-hmm. it was something that you, uh, you, uh, your body dealt with starvation for different periods of time uh, and did okay with that. But stress as a, as a physiologic response was, uh, oh, that's a lion, things like that. Uh, uh, oh, I'm falling out of this. The, out of this tree, I decided to climb up in to sleep for the night to be safe. Um, and so it was an acute stressor, you know, and, and your body releases this dump of uh, epinephrine and norepinephrine and cortisol. And you have this, this very helpful response, this fight or flight response. Mm-hmm. And, and so uh, your pupil, pupils dilate, your body says digestion can take a back burner right now. We're going to pump all the, uh, the blood to, to, our, uh, to our peripheral muscles and our legs and arms so that we're strong and can run fast. Uh, and, and so that was acute stress. Now, fast forward uh, a couple of hundred thousand years, and uh, we have a, a constant source of stress pretty much wherever we look. You yeah. know, it's news on TV of stuff yeah. that we can't do anything about in that moment. It's an email at 9 p.m. from our boss or from one of our friends that, you know, hits us like a knot in the stomach and we can't quit thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it releases, guess what? Those same hormones that, you know, same cortisol, same epinephrine, same norepinephrine at a lower, lower level. And the way the human body works um, is if there's something that's just around constantly, uh, you adapt to it. You, you develop the ability to, uh, to, uh, tolerate more of it. Uh, you know, somebody who smokes one cigarette gets really, really sick. Uh, somebody who's smoked for 20 years can smoke three or four packs in a day and, and be fine. Um, and so our bodies learn to tolerate these levels. And so what happens is we always have low lying stress around all the time, and then always this low release of cortisol, norepinephrine, and epinephrine mm-hmm. to try to try to combat that. And so we walk around with this chronic stress, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I uh, uh, I wanted to differentiate between acute stress and chronic stress because the chronic stress is what freezes us. You know, I feel like yeah. it's what keeps us from action. Well, and the <clears throat> and there's good stress. I mean, there the reason the the, the holdover from our ancestry is. Uh, there are appropriate times to be stressed, and it moves you to action that needs to be taken anyhow. Um, and so not all stress is bad. A lot of us appreciate um, the stre- stress as motivation to do what we need to, what we should do anyhow. Yeah. We'd probably be too lazy if we're just, you know, hanging around. But, you know, we've got a certain amount of stress, and so we go ahead and get it done. The the The— the uh, dividing factor here is <clears throat> the people who are addicted to stress, they have to have it all the time instead of, okay, uh, this, I, I, got, I responded to this stress, I did as good as I could, now I'm going to relax for a little bit. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm not going to tune in stuff that just makes me more tense. Uh, I'm not going to get in an argument with my, my mother-in-law. I'm not going to, you know, I'm just going to... Uh, make sure that for a while um, I don't live in the fast pace stuff coming at me all the time so that I'm constantly tense. Yeah. And and there's, you know, if you were to put a, a caricature on those two different types of stress, the, there's acute stress, which is the same as, you know, Mick from Rocky or some, you know, some big guy that's in your, in your corner in the ring being like, get up, you lout. Uh, and, and it really is this motivator and, and kind of refocuses you and makes you operate at a level that you would not be able to without it. You can operate at a higher level with acute stress than you can without it. You can, um, you running against yourself uh, as a clone 
the one of the the version of you being chased by a bear will just decimate the other uh, the other clone of you that's just running as fast as you can because you can with a release of stress uh, with a release of epinephrine it's it's a it's a drug it it is adrenaline I mean it's literally epinephrine is adrenaline it's it's a it's the uh, it's the other name for it Um, and so there there's acute stress which is you know, a big voice that's motivating, boom, go, go, go. And, uh, and then chronic stress would be the equivalent of like a, a, a really annoying monkey just strangling you all the time, just <laughs> hanging off your back, being like, ah, you can't do anything. Uh, I'm, the, I'm the annoying talking monkey that's just on your back all the time. And, uh, and so the way to uh, get rid of that um, is, is to specifically seek out those situations that would uh, provide healthy acute stress in order to get rid of the chronic stress. Mm. And there's, again, there's physiology behind this. Um, the, probably the best example is, uh, you know, when somebody does uh, an ice bath, uh, not that everybody uh, wants to, or ever, even everybody needs to, but it's, it's the best example for our purpose here. Um, when you immerse yourself in very cold water, there is a release, uh, there's, there's a release, there's a dump of those stress hormones, those same ones that are just always there chronically, and and it's at such a it's at such an amplified level because you've you've put yourself in a situation of acute stress uh, that you can control. You know, you you are the hammer, and the and that cold water is the anvil, um, and you you can control uh, this this uh, this situation. So, but your body doesn't know that it, it just releases all of this stress hormone, and what that does is for the first time in a very long time in your chronically stressed body, that's let all of this inflammatory stuff just sit around all the time uh, and all the stuff that's in your brain that's just kind of keeping you chronically unfocused and fuzzy and fatigued, um, that stress hormone comes through and just like a blast of a fire hose just washes that stuff out. Really? And then uh, when you arise, you know, like a phoenix, like a, like a, but a cold, like a blue colored phoenix uh, <laughs> uh, out of the ashes or out of the ice cubes in this case, uh, you have reduced all of that inflammatory debris that's been, you know, um, in your tissue and uh, just, you know, affecting you overall as a, as a, as a person, like your, your performance. Um, and it hits a little bit of a reset. Uh, and so now uh, your normal stress response will have more of an effect because your body can lose that. Now it doesn't happen with just one time in order to actually have the appropriate response to stress hormones, where it actually does activate you and help you to do better and clear out uh, inflammatory, uh, cytokines is what they're called. Um, you have to chronically seek out that type of acute stress so that you can have this dump of Mm -hmm. adrenaline and norepinephrine, adrenaline, noradrenaline and cortisol. Um, and, uh, it's why one of the, it's the science behind one of the key tenets of, uh, psychology or psychiatry, or just people that are trying to deal with stress in general is exercise. You know, it's, it's a situation that you can do that for yourself. Uh, you put yourself in a situation where your body's got to release this stuff, uh, this, these stress hormones, and it washes out that inflammatory stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's why people have that, you know, kind of post-workout peace, you know, mm-hmm. and calm because mm-hmm. they've done that. So that's, uh, that's the idea behind it. That was, uh, that's the most words I've ever said. In <laughs> well, <one second. laughs> I know, I know we got to be going to break pretty soon, but, but I think when we come back, um, we need to, talk about um, symptoms of stress so that people can realize. A lot of people don't realize they're stressed all the time. They yeah. just don't feel comfortable, and they're always kind of half worried and, and so on and so forth. Uh, but, but besides, you know, immersing yourself in an ice bath, you know, what can you do in order to 
take control so that you're not constantly stressed. Yeah, that's good. So uh, if you uh, stick around after this, we're going to talk about some of the ways to fix that problem, which is stress. We'll see you in a minute. Welcome back to The Bright Side. Today we are talking about stress. <laughs> I was trying to say Just kind it. Of, yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. Act it out a little. Ah, stress. <laughs> closed, up your, closed up your throat. Uh, it's, it's stress, which is, uh, which is a, a chronic condition that uh, pretty much everyone who will hear this uh, has suffered or is suffering and most likely is suffering. You know, it's, it's, it's so and, common. And, and more and more, I can say this generally, gen, generationally, um, growing up in the 50s, we did not have the kind of rapid change and assault on our senses that we have in today's society. Mm. So we just, we didn't have the same kind or the same amount of stress. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, where it's just, it's different for different uh, generations. And, and now there's such a constant assault uh, on all of our senses all the time, you know, the, the, the constant trying to uh, have everybody's attention all the time. Uh, and, and in order to do that, in order to get eyes on the news that you're showing or eyes on the app that you're trying to sell, uh, you, you have to induce some kind of emotional response. And by far the easiest one to induce in people uh, is stress. You know, yeah. It's outrage. It's why outrage sells these days. So you were saying before that there are, there are signs that gen in general that people, uh, if they're wondering, like, well, am I stressed? Maybe I am. Um, that there are some signs of whether you are stressed or not. Well, our research department, thank you, uh, Becky, um, came up with a list, nine weird things that happen to you if you've been stressed for a week or more. Um, number one, you crave rich foods. Now, I'm, I'm probably stressed all my life because I crave rich foods all the time, <laughs> but uh, more than ordinary, you, you crave rich foods. Number two, you obsess over little details. Again, for those of us who are obsessive compulsive, we kind of do that anyhow. Uh, but maybe more than ordinary. Number three, I thought this was interesting. You feel clumsy. Hmm. I never, I, that never um, occurred to me. Um, number four, sex sounds less appealing. Um, okay. Um, number five, you experience bathroom issues. <laughs> uh, number six, you become... Which, which really is a direct corollary with number four of sex sounding less appealing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm having bathroom issues. Did mom write this? Yeah, probably. <laughs> bathroom issues. <laughs> exactly. She probably cleaned it up. You know, you know how she is. <clears throat> um, number six, you become fatigued. Uh, that, that makes a lot of sense because a lot of people who, you know, are stressed out of their minds are just absolutely um, drained all the time. Uh, number seven, you get random boosts of energy. Mm -hmm. uh, number number eight, you become snappy. Hmm. Uh, like you start wearing a bow tie and fedora. <laughs> I know that was that's such an odd <laughs> word. You start snapping at people. Uh, okay. <clears throat> uh, number uh, number nine. Uh, you spill your guts to strangers. You oh, yeah. Say, <laughs> yeah. You know my problem. Yeah. You asked how it was. Now here it is. That's really. You know what? Uh, in in uh, in clinic, you get to be you get to be on the receiving end of that a lot. You have people that oh, are just God. really really chronically stressed, and they will go into details which have nothing to do with what they're there to talk about. Uh, where you're just kind of like, oh, okay, well, it's. Uh, that's good. We're, we're going to skip over the bathroom issues today uh, because it's uh, it's something where you're just uh, you're, you're it's all pent up. You know, it's, stress is always looking for some kind of 
some kind of release. You know, the release used to be, I just ran 200 yards in 15 seconds. Uh, and, and, and now the release, we don't get that, you know, this is happening behind the wheel of the car. Uh, and so all you can do is just grip the steering wheel harder and, and it gets internalized. You know, when I was a young pastor, I used to make uh, hospital calls. Um, and, uh, and it was funny because you'd walk into a room. Now I'm just a young 20 something pastor and, and there'd be, people there who were really worried about their condition and maybe they'd just been through surgery and they go and they just say, Reverend, look at this. And they throw back the covers Whoa. and show you the scar of the surgery they just been through. And you're standing there thinking, oh, 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 way too much information. Didn't want to see that. But it was part of how they dealt with the trauma of the operation that they had just been through. Um, and so, and so I, I can believe that if doctors here, um, if, if ministers here, then doctors certainly here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it is, it's, it's almost like there's this feeling of a, of a, of a lack of control. I mean, it, it goes along with all the stuff with being, with feeling clumsy and feeling like you don't have enough energy to do the things that you want to do. Um, these are, um, it's, it's a mistake. It's a mistake that gets made with the majority, I would say, of, of psychological and psychiatric conditions, and this is one of them. Chronic stress is a is is definitely a real condition. The mistake gets made of chalking it up to some sort of uh, ethereal, untouchable mental state yeah. that if you could just get a little bit mentally stronger, you could overcome it. Instead of what it actually is, which is we are organic living beings. We're made up out of tissue and that tissue runs on different macromolecules macro and having those things out of balance uh, makes it so that you cannot function optimally. Well, absolutely. And, and when, when I used to do some counseling, I'm a terrible counselor um, because I just want to get to a solution too fast, but um, but people would come in and they would they would be under these incredible circumstances and they'd say, I think I'm crazy. And I said, well, what makes you think you're crazy? And they'd, and they'd say, well, this happened and I and I got all stressed. I said, everybody would get stressed over yeah. something like that. And and a lot of our stress isn't about what's happening to us, but about people we love. Mm -hmm. That's where a majority of, of of my stress comes from. I don't, you know, I'm, I don't care really what happens to me, but I really, <laughs> really care about the people I love. Uh, and so a lot of the stress comes from just that's the price of loving people. Yeah, and that's and that is ultimately the the great source of stress. For all of us at any given time, whatever whatever brings this to our door, it ultimately comes down to there is a situation that I feel powerless to help yeah. in. And, yeah. and again, it's why a lot of these stress-relieving things are here's a little guy whose head you can squish and here's a, exactly. here's a, here's an alarm clock that you can throw across the room. And, um, it's, 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 it's some sort of way to be like, here, you can, you have power over this thing. Um, but ultimately, uh, becoming, uh, first okay with, and then useful in, in situations where you, where you feel powerless, uh, it, the first step is to be as clear headed as you can about it, which is why approaching stress as its own specific problem really is important. Um, a lot of people don't see the connection between, um, you know, my dad's in the uh, nursing home and uh, we can't afford it for my mom. So she's living with us and we're trying to, you know, uh, take care of her yeah. and, and that they don't see uh, a connection and understandably don't see the connection between a, the chronic running down of like, I'm feel at the end of my rope and uh going for a walk or doing some exercise yeah. uh, or, because it's, uh, it's, it's handling one separate problem as its own separate problem, which is, uh, again, I feel like saying 
saying the actual physiology of it helps to underline that it's not just a mental toughness issue. If you chronically have cortisol and adrenaline and noradrenaline constantly coursing through your vein, through your veins, you don't just have just one vein. There's lots of them. Um, <laughs> constantly coursing through your circulatory system, um, their ability to do what they're supposed to do, which is to uh, relieve inflammation and, and to under, undergo, it's not that it washes it out. I used that earlier. It, biochemically, it's a lot more complicated. You know, it gets broken down and gets brought into cells and things like that. But uh, they are there to serve that function. And if you always have them around at, at just chronic smoldering levels, the inflammatory stuff uh, that is making it hard to think and hard to act and hard to do what you want, the stuff that makes you cry when a stranger says you can go ahead of me in line, uh, <laughs> with it, that stuff that just kind of puts you uh, where, your, where your emotional tank is on empty, um, both of those can coexist. And so having some sort of acute stressor to, to push that out of the way, it's, it's, it's even more helpful than something where you've learned to like kind of take a couple deep breaths or things like that. Again, those things are all helpful. But um, I just feel like if, if only one person were to hear this and, and that was enough to motivate to just go briskly walk around the block three times, yeah. um, it's amazing what a difference it makes when you, when you treat physiology on a physiologic level. Oh, actually, that's good. Try to have it help out. Yeah. Um, you, for instance, you have more to be stressed out by than most people uh, <laughs> because of how much stuff that you take on, you know, voluntarily. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, you run really far yeah. pretty much every day. Yeah, I run about four miles a day and, and lift light, weight, uh, light weights. But that's because if I, when I don't, I am an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. And so you, 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 what you're saying about physiological treatment of stress is absolutely true. Yeah, and, uh, and I am super out of shape, so I just submerge myself under the ice. <laughs> and, uh, which is actually, that is true. Uh, but it is, uh, I should work out. I'm going to start after this break. <laughs> so we're going to go to break. We'll see you in a couple of minutes. Welcome back to The Bright Side. This is an episode dedicated to helping you not feel stressed. That's right. So that you can help others. Yes, exactly. The theme, it stays. <laughs> right. There's just different variations on the theme of helping you help others. But it's very hard to help people when you're just chronically uh, stressed all the time. You it know? is. What's that, what's that sick, fat, and tired until you're dead or whatever? Isn't that a... <laughs> A, a popular cartoon? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I've, I've not heard of that. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's Garfield or something. I'm not sure. um, so uh, we've uh, we've kind of established the the idea behind stress and chronic stress, um, and uh, we wanted to go over some of the ways that people uh, helpful ways and unhelpful ways that people deal with stress, and uh, and kind of uh, uh, some some um, marching points on on how to uh, on how to deal with it well. Well, everybody, everybody has their own little things that, that does, quote, relax them, unquote. Your mother, believe it or not, listens to the news, and that relaxes her. That's impressive. That is odd. That's a woman serene in her own existence. <laughs> that know. is impressive. Oh, my gosh. And I don't know whether that's, uh, you know, because I feel like I got to do something if I listen to the news. And so I'm just the opposite. I go to the Hallmark Channel mm -hmm. and, and I'll watch movies I've already even seen. I just want to I just want to know the outcome and the outcome comes true. This is so accurate. I uh, <laughs> and whenever I go over there, it's uh, if it's not the news, then it's somebody then it's a, a guy who's wearing a turtleneck being like <laughs> being like 
you thought I wouldn't forget that a rose was the flower that you told me to buy? And then she's like, I didn't think you'd forget. And then he's like, look outside. And then the whole backyard's been planted in roses. And then she turns around and then snow falls inside somehow. That's my favorite movie. And then he's like, I'm young Santa. And it's uh, Hallmark Channel movies are, they are their own, their own special. Uh, they're, they're beautifully predictable. Uh, they really nice are. And that's, and that's what relaxes me because you can actually tell the ending. Most of my life, you can't even tell the next moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, but here are some other ways of, uh, of, of, re- of relieving stress. One is, this was number one, was odd to me, drink orange juice. Oh, yeah. Vitamins, How would that happen? Vitamin C. Um, and That's it's, helpful. Yeah. And I feel like it's, uh, no pun intended, it's kind of the low-hanging fruit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there, there are... Uh, Very well done. There are, uh, just to piggyback on that one, uh, again, if you were going to do something specific from today... Uh, uh, getting a very good multivitamin, uh, uh, rainbow light makes really good multivitamins. They don't sponsor our show, although they're welcome to, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but there are, there are, vitamin C definitely is important in, in regulating a lot of your, uh, biochemical, uh, back and forth that your body has to do. And, and you can get bottlenecks and backups in certain areas if you don't have enough of the right vitamins. Um, uh, just, you know, just as important as vitamin E, but also some of the, like the ones that are, you'll see on a list of ingredients that you're like, huh, I've just seen that on a periodic table. Uh, manganese uh, is a big one. Uh, really? If you don't have enough manganese, uh, uh, magnesium is, is huge. Magnesium deficiency is something like 50% of the population is magnesium deficient. Um, and there, it's a significant cause of stress. Uh, really? Yeah. And if you have the, enough magnesium in your system, you find that Thoughts just kind of flow easier, and you and you have an I'll easier be. time. Um, molybdenum is in there, uh, but uh, but a, but a good multivitamin makes a big difference in how your body can handle this. Stuff. Well, that's really good hint. Okay, yeah. good. That's a good idea. Okay, doctor's orders. Uh, some of these are just kind of um, a little bit silly. Uh, this is chew some gum. Um, phone a friend. Uh, that's not silly. Have a good laugh, of course. Uh, um, if if you can find somebody to make you laugh, I have. Um, and uh, but some of these are really good. Concentrate on what you can control instead of what you can't control. Yeah, uh, that's really I, I I love that because that that kind of makes the stress productive rather than destructive. That, that's so accurate. Yeah, use because the, again the stress, even chronic stress, you you can. You can use that to your benefit to do something to try to try to relieve it. And so when it's, you know, focus on something that's in your control rather than out of control, there's two different ways to take that message. I mean, one is um, I cannot do anything about the uh, impending financial thing I'm worried about, you know, uh, besides weight. So I'm going to... uh, go work out till I feel real tired so that I can sleep tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something you can control. Mm-hmm. But then there are other things like, uh, like the thing I almost said and then didn't because I stuttered and realized this is something you can take stepwise. There are things that we can't control the whole thing, but we can control parts of it. I was going to say, I can't control that my mother-in-law is visiting next week, but you can control parts of it, you know, such as the the schedule that you're going to plan for for when <laughs> she's there. That's right. Uh, yeah, it's a very heavy work week. Yeah. And, uh, and so there are, there are parts of, uh, you know, I can't control how this vacation is going to go, but I can control, you know, uh, you know, that I know where we're going to be at each point and all those things. Um, being able to have control over, over some aspects of it, again, relieve that one central feature of stress, which is 
There is something that I that is power over me that I can't control anything about. Uh, but you've all, you've always got the ability to control some of it, even oh, if it's just your attitude. That's really yeah. good. That is really good. One of these says develop healthy affirmations, and I'm not I'm not sure whether they're talking about affirming the other person or just affirmations of life, like. Um, you know, it's the old, it's the, the updated confusing version of count your blessings. Yeah. Um, and, and take a moment and, and look at all of the gifts that you have in life so that you can put at least the looming problems, uh, in some sort of perspective. You know, I, uh, I read this book where, uh, he was talking about, and he wasn't a, uh, uh, uh any specific spirituality. Um, uh, he, he wasn't like a, a specific religion but he was talking about how before dinner, uh, he does what's his equivalent of grace. Uh, and it's part of his whole thing of, of, of getting rid of, you know, stress at every place that he can. Um, and it, it's that before he takes that first bite, he looks at the food that's on his plate and tries to appreciate the journey that all of that took to get to where it's going to nourish him. You know, the, the, this, these were plants that were growing in the field. Uh, this, this was, if you're eating, you know, steak or meat or, uh, you know, hamburger helpful for, th- for that matter. This, this was, you know, uh, this was meat that was, you know, an animal ate from the field and the sunlight, you know, uh, caused the field to grow. And um, that realizing, you know, your place within all of that and, and that oh. you're kind of taking part in that. Um, but it's not even that that would be great for everybody, but it's a good example of that, you know, counting your, your affirmations, you yeah. know, the, the things that you, that you're, you're affirming, uh, we're somehow working together for your good or something that you've got that you might not have had otherwise. And, and for those of us who are really people of faith, it really does help. I mean, prayer many times becomes just a, a panic button um, saying, God, you got to do something about this. Uh, but on the other hand, if you realize that prayer means you're not God um, and it's not your responsibility um, and he has the power to bring good out of whatever happens, it really does reduce stress uh, to the point where you go, no, you know what? I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. Because, because I really have confidence that God's going to, God's going to work this to my good somehow yeah. or to their good somehow. And it's, and it's a good example of, of the idea of, of, of story and, and, and the looking at the larger picture or looking at things in the right frame uh, with a with a wide enough frame, you know that's a that's a a feature of humanity for forever. You know, so if you if you look at it uh, the way that that we do, where the the Judeo Christian worldview uh, then kind of birthed into different fields of 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 how people look at this, the psychology of of this, or if you are the opposite and you say that came out of a you know deeper psychology that was before the Bible was written, and uh, I don't believe any of that. The part that we all agree on is this idea of there's an importance to realizing you're not the center of the universe. You know, it's uh, uh, because uh, one way to be really, really stressed is to feel that you're at the center of the universe. And responsible for everything. Yeah. I mean, there's just so much stuff that you can't deal with. So ultimately, this stuff comes down to there are there are practical things that you can control um, and that would be really helpful to do. Um, One of them, uh, and this is so important that I hate to, to just give it one snippet, but um, getting, uh, you know, 35 sleep cycles in a week is a really, really helpful thing. And a sleep cycle counts as either 90 minutes of your sleep at night or a 30 minute nap at some point during the day. Having that happen 35 times throughout the week, uh, is a really important part about having the correct amount of neurotransmitters, 
which all have really complicated names, but it comes down to one key point of, do you have enough of the right ones and, and a few enough of the wrong ones? Um, doing that uh, and then uh, not eating tons of white sugar. Uh, you know, in general, if your meals can have less than 10 grams of sugar, that's ideal. Ouch. And and then uh, <laughs> uh, carbohydrates are different. Uh, carbohydrates are fine without the sugar. Uh, and then probably the most helpful one of all is helping in some way that you can help. Uh, and so to do that, what I'd encourage you to do is go to simple.help and look at a way that you can help throughout the week, those that are around you. Um, that's the end. That's the end of our stress show. That's great. Show. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Yeah.